Hello, welcome to episode 12 of Geyser's Guidelines. Who'd have thought we'd make it this far? I did, that's for sure. Um, hopefully you did too. Hopefully you're a follower and a believer in this project and my journey. Uh, if you're not, I don't know what you're doing here, so you better leave. But I have a wonderful guest here today, someone I've known since like fifth grade, I think, but I'll let her explain that. Uh, today in the studio, which finally is starting to look more like a studio and less like a spare bedroom filled with old memories of my in my sibling's childhood. Um, but here in the studio, I have Brooke Sorotny. Hi. Thank you so much for being here, Brooke. Would oh, you thank like you to introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Um, my name is Brooke Sorotny. I go to WKU and I'm studying psychology. Um, I know Jordan because we've known each other since fifth grade. We mm -hmm. went through tennis and um, FCA leaders together and we started tennis together I guess the summer I moved here like when I was in like yeah. year fifth grade with yeah. our other neighbor yeah oh yeah we're also neighbors yeah <laughs> I about that. we live like three wait is it two two or no two houses yeah two, two houses two apart houses from, from each our other houses, or, yeah yeah two houses apart from each other yes uh since the fifth grade so like gosh can I do math like We've known each other for almost 10 years. Whoa! Well, almost in the 15th grade. Um, <laughs> 15th grade. But uh, actually, yeah, we will be in the 15th grade. Go us. Technically, yeah, go us. So. First day of 15th grade. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think anything else we've done. Got FCA, got tennis. Bible study. Bible study. Did we, uh, did we have um, world history together with Mr. Wilson? I don't think so. No, I don't think we did. Who did you have in your class? Do you remember anyone? I had like Hannah and like, I forget. I thought you were in that class. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. What period did you have? I had him, I think, sixth period. I don't remember what period I had. Oh, okay. I think it was, it was lunch period. So I guess oh, okay. Fourth? Oh, okay. Yes. But Mr. Wilson, he was a cool teacher. He's so cool. I ran into him at Thornton's a couple months ago. No way. Seriously, did he recognize you? Yes. Oh, what did he we, say? He's like, oh my gosh, hi. I was like, hey. And we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah, same. We're same. friends. Yeah. <laughs> he's married now. I know, I'm really happy so for him because he was such a nice guy and he, he was a police world. officer too. Yeah. And we called him dad for multiple reasons. Mostly just because Carter Woosley was once like, and uh, Carter. Mm. I'm neither here nor there. Uh, but Carter was like, oh, why do you have to call attendance? And he was like, it's because, like, I'm your, like, like part-time guardian here, like, at oh, the school. Oh, that's so funny. He was like, really? And then I was like, so you're our dad? And he was like, sure. And I was like, all right, it's dad. And oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, so Mr. Wilson guy. was then called dad, but... If that joke was probably used now, there'd probably be some kind of sexual harassment. Probably. Uh, not gonna lie, especially with Oldham County. That school no longer has a very clean history with no. sexual harassment or anything of that sort. But they're on the upswing, though. They got new. They got new stuff, and they're good. Okay. Do they still have Doctor Newcomb there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So Doctor Newcomb's no longer there. Yeah. All right. Um. Figure as much as she got. They start DUI. today. Oh, they start today. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so your brother's and today was his first day. And Kara. Kara's a oh, senior now. Oh, okay. And Jack I wasn't is sure a sophomore now. Oh my gosh. Are you like prepared for that? Uh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I didn't wake up when they went for school, so oh. I guess I'm pretty prepared. But Jack is. So old now. Sometimes I take him driving in the neighborhood, uh -huh. even though he's not quite old enough. And then Kara, like, she's coming to WKU. Not oh, that's exciting. In when she goes to school, so I won't have to like miss her or anything. Yeah, so I can like keep a good eye on her. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'm excited though. Were they? Eventually, I'm gonna get back on topic. But did they go on the bus or did Kara drive to school? Kara drove. Oh, there. I was gonna say if they had gone on the bus, did you embarrass them? Because I totally would have done that. I if know. I had a younger sibling. <laughs> the bus comes at eight fifteen now. Oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. We got, had to get up at like butt crack of dawn. Yes. Seven forty five for the bus. Oh yeah, bus. that's where we also know each other. The bus. We are, bus big history with the bus. <laughs> that I did not like the bus. Bus was a scary place. It really was. Um, spooky people. <laughs> spooky people for sure. <laughs> ultra spooky but uh we've got a big segment of recently on big brother because so much has happened since i recorded the last episode so this is going to take a little while so okay last left off added check before we started recording but last left off with holly nominated nick and sam for eviction 
They had the power veto competition. Sam was really trying to pull it together. They had to like herd goats and the goats had numbers on them and they had to herd the goats to get a certain sum that was like they would be assigned a sum at the beginning of each round and they had to get that before their competitor got it. Sam got knocked out first round, which was good because I don't like Sam and I want him to leave. Nick, don't like him. <laughs> yeah, Sam can leave. Uh, Nick was just like, eh, um, he's not as obnoxious. He ended up winning power veto. That really upset things. I can't remember who Holly replaced Nick with, but... Oh, Holly replaced Nick with... Oh, this is big. This I can't believe I almost forgot this. Holly replaced Nick with Kat. And Holly and Kat are in a final two alliance that was secret for a long time. And Kat had told Holly, like, you should put me up in uh, Nick's place because that will throw other people off the track of us being in alliance because you would never nominate me if we were in an alliance. And Holly's like, wow, that's really smart thinking. So she put up Kat in Holly's place. Um, then right before the eviction, there, apparently there was so much drama, which we saw the following Sunday night. There was a big outcry of like news and secrets being spilled because Sam started spilling some beans and spilling some tea about a lot of things because he was he knew he was probably going to go home so he figured it may as well cause some disruption and stir the pot it was revealed that Holly and Kat are in a final two along with Mickey who was Holly's kind of showman's boyfriend um not going to talk a lot about that because I hate Mickey uh but so that was revealed. Also revealed was that Christy had mentioned a couple weeks ago during Cliff's head of household that she would be willing to get rid of Mickey or Jack because she wasn't really tied to the Power of Six Alliance and that she was willing to knock one of them out. So Power of Six fell to pieces. Sam ended up going home. It was really either way of Kat or Sam going home because people did not like that Kat had been so deceitful and playing both sides of the house and pretending to be with one side when really she had been in the final two alliance with Holly, and she still is, but people know about it now. But they ended up voting Sam home, which I really like because he's so loud and obnoxious, and honestly, he just needed to leave. So, next head of household competition, we had a memory competition, which is better than physical competitions because physical competitions, typically the same people usually win those. Jessica, who has not won a single competition, in fact, she's usually the first to lose every competition, finally won head of household. I've been the waiting underdog. for this for a long time. <laughs> underdog, she took it. So Jessica won head of household competition. An outlier finally stepped in. She, being the big boss she is, nominated Mickey and Jack to go home. Can't tell you how glad I am about that because Cliff did that during his HOH and got nothing done. So Jessica nominated Mickey and Jack to go home. Uh, she also won the power veto competition. Head of households hardly ever win their own power veto competition, so I was very happy she did that. She kept nominations the same, almost changed it to put Nick up instead, which I was like, no, Jessica, Nick is a snake, but he can't go home this week because we finally need to get rid of Sam, or not Sam, Nick, no, not Nick, Mickey or Jack. Eventually, we have a lot of discussion going on. The Power of Six Alliance, which had crumbled, tries to kind of talk and hash things out and be like, we could repair things, but Mickey was like, no, you guys betrayed me and like all this stuff, and Mickey was just being a D-bag. And so, um, a Jessica really wanted Jack out, which I don't understand because Jack was nicer than Mickey, and he was more, he was better to work with than Mickey, and Mickey's a total snake. Um, but they ended up voting Jack home. I really don't get it because I really want Nikki to leave. Uh, so Jack is gone. Julie Chen on eviction night freaking called Jack out for some of his dirty behavior in the house and calling some people some terrible things. Had some racist comments go on in the house against Bella and Julie brought that to light and then Jack tried to sweep that under the rug like it was nothing. But it was. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and uh, so then we had next head of household competition. Tommy, out of nowhere, won the head of household competition. He has not won head of household uh, before. 
I realized that because he and Christy are super, super close, it was probably going to be considered Christy's head of household too because she would push him to do whatever they wanted. I really thought she was going to get him to put Mickey up on the block, but because Tommy is dead set on reuniting the Power 6 alliance, which now that Jack is gone could only be a Power 5 alliance, he decided not to put up Mickey. He decided to get rid of Cliff and Cat. Cat because she was playing both sides of the house. Cliff because he's one of the biggest threats and the best game players in the house despite being like the dad of the house because he's so old. Um, but they had... Wait, where am I going with this? They had... Oh, America's Field Trip happened. Um, Mickey, Christy, and Annalise. Don't know why people voted for Annalise because she's adult and doesn't do anything on the show. But they voted for her to play... For her and the others to play in a special competition that had a lot of things going on. So if you won first place in the special competition, you got safety. If you got second place, you got a small punishment. And if you got third, you were going to be nominated as a third nominee for eviction. What kind of punishment? Oh, they have to like wear a stupid costume. Okay, they're not Nothing like serious. waterboarding. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Not public TV. Um, so... Uh, Tommy had spoke with Annalise um, because Annalise was like, hey, you know, Tommy, I could throw this so that Christy gets second and I get put on the block because no one's going to vote for me if I'm on the block, but people would definitely try and get out Christy if she's on the block because of what she said to Mickey and trying to double-cross him and also because she's a really good game player. But um, even though Annalise did throw the competition as best as she could, Christy still came in last because she could not hack and she was too much of a failure. So... Mickey, unfortunately, ended up winning safety, but it's not a big deal because Tommy wasn't going to put him up for eviction anyways. So Tommy won safety, Annalise had to wear a chicken suit, and then uh, Christy was put up as third nominee. She had like three meltdowns, which is not out of the norm for Christy. She has a meltdown almost every other day whenever so something bad happens case. to her. She is a basket case. I took a picture one time and put on my story of how like she was having a meltdown and Paige had said like, Oh, she looks like Britney Spears during her 2007 meltdown. I, think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was Christy. Oh, that's funny. Um, and so tonight we have our power veto competition. I kind of want Christy to go home, but at the same time, I like Christy. But if Tommy's really trying to reunite the Power Five alliance, I don't want that to happen because I don't like that alliance group. So I'm okay with Christy going home if it means that alliance won't happen. So she can't win. I really want Cliff to win the power veto because I also don't want Cat to be safe because she kind of needs to go home too. Because she's been a snake and playing both sides. Honestly, everyone's a snake at some point. Um, but I really don't want Cat to win either. So Cliff needs to win. Or an ally of Cliff's who is pulled to play in the power veto competition. And then whoever gets it, you know, will probably do something. I doubt the power veto won't be... Um, you know, not be used, uh, but I'm pretty sure it will be. And then tomorrow we have eviction, so that was a good, wow, okay, that took way too long, but I want to get you guys ca uh, caught up, even though this episode will be out after Big Brother is over, but gotta keep you in tune for when Big Brother starts again next summer, and this upcoming winter when they have Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. That was recently on Big Brother. So, thank you for being so patient, Brooke, for waiting oh, no problem. I want you to watch feel. this show. It is so good. It is on tonight, CBS, 8 o'clock. It's a new time, 8 o'clock. Thursdays at 9, Sunday at 8. That's um, a lot. It is so good. It is so worth the time. Uh, but we have a really interesting topic that you gravitated towards, and I was a little <laughs> surprised because it's a bit heavy, but I think it's going to be a good topic. These are pretty interesting questions. Not to pat myself on the back. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about death today. <laughs> um, so we have got a lot of questions, so let's go ahead and jump in. Brooke, are you afraid of death? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's kind of a funny question, but it's a deep one too. I guess like, like as a Christian, like, no, not really. Cause like we believe in something that's so much greater and that like, mm -hmm. we think that like there's joy on earth here. Like I experience joy every day through family and friends, but like the joy that we'll experience in heaven is like exponentially like unfathomable to us. So yeah. in that way, no. But the only part I am afraid of is like the unknown, I suppose. Cause yeah. like 
while we know it's going to be perfect and stuff, us as humans assume the worst and are always doubtful <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And even though God is literally perfect, day in and day out, we doubt his goodness. So the only part that's a little bit scary is like, oh, we don't really know what it's going to be like. Yeah. And I mean, we know it'll be perfect, so we shouldn't be afraid, <laughs> but I feel like it's very common. Yeah. Like myself included, be like, oh, like since I don't know, I'm afraid of it. Yeah. So. I agree 100%. I mean, sometimes I am not out of because I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't want to talk about that too much because that's another question uh, on the card later on. But I guess I'm afraid just because I don't want death to come before I'm ready for it to come. Like, I feel like there's so much I need to do and so much that I want to do. And I want to leave a legacy, even though who knows how long that legacy will last because we don't know how much longer everyone else is going to be here on earth. Um, who knows when the end times will come. There's an Area 51 raid in a couple weeks. Uh, Area 51's <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Uh, I wish that's already died on Instagram, but nothing has really taken its place yet. I'm going. Okay. Are you? Oh, no, I was no, like, no, no. <laughs> um, no. But uh, we talked about that in my last episode about popular culture. So if you missed that episode, go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to other episodes you missed and then listen to this episode again once you finish it because it's going to be a good one. Uh, But I do fear death for the sake of just because I don't know when it's going to happen and Mm -hmm. most people don't know when they're going to die. I just want to be like I guess fulfilled in what I have done and what I have accomplished and a a couple well multiple times I've had like anxiety about like what if I like die young and like I've never done anything like all I've done is go to school for like the past like umpteen years and get on the bus at the crack of our tushies yeah (laughs) and I haven't like really done anything like I haven't made any big changes or accomplishments so for that I I am kind of afraid of death. Yeah, like the spiritual side of me is like, no, it's all going to be fine. Like, it's perfect. Like, it's yeah. better than now. Like, you should be, like, excited for it. But I don't talk about that because that's also a question. Yes. But <laughs> if, like, but, like, the human nature side of me is yeah. like, oh, like, what if it's not that great? What if it's, like, what if I do die early? And those are all such, like, Satan-planted ideas because yeah. they're stupid. But they, they are there. Sometimes I'm like, oh, man, like, I don't know. Yeah. And at the same time, like, we only have a limited amount of time here on earth so why not make the most of it and spend as much time here as we can before we move on to what's going to last forever um but again that's another question coming up so we'll talk about that a little more later have a lot of people in your life died um some and like see my family's really really small Mm -hmm. so like we've had a few but they've been significant like it's like oh like my great-grandparents both died while Mm -hmm. i was like when I was like, I think it was when I was like six or seven. So okay. like, I had a lot of deaths in my family when I was younger. Yeah. And now like, like I have one grandparent left, and she's still kicking. She's crazy. Yeah, that's in the best good. Way. She went to the beach with us, but <laughs> she like so. And then both my dad's parents died before he was twenty. So oh, like, wow. yeah. So like, we've had a lot of like loss in our family, but like yeah. not a whole lot like. I was really old enough to comprehend yeah, we, it. Yeah, so, yeah. and we, we've kind of been through a spell of like not a lot of loss because like. Knock on wood. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Oh my gosh, but yeah. So, there's been some. Yeah. And then like some like family friends have passed away, and that's always been hard. But yeah. like I haven't in a lot like in the in a while like lost someone super duper close to yeah. me. So yeah. Well, that's good. Um, have you? No, not a ton. My family, oh, we got some people with longevity in our family. Ooh. Uh, yeah, woohoo, knock on wood again. Uh, but my great-grandmother passed. Um, we were here in Kentucky, so I was probably thir- at least 13 or 14 at the time. Um, she passed away. Um, but because uh, since we had moved to Kentucky, she lived in Arizona, and um we were so far from her, I guess that affected my how close I was to her relationally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that death did not affect me a lot. Um, plus, we were unable to go to the funeral because it was halfway across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but our dog died like two, no, it would be like three years ago, two or three years ago this past. Oh. April, which was honestly one of the most depressing things ever. Losing pets is 
heart-wrenching. Yeah. Because you lose immediate family. Yeah, they are, pets are immediate family, and if you disagree, do not listen to this podcast. You do not deserve to listen to this podcast. But, um, I was exposed to death a lot at my old job. I worked in animal hospital, and I worked front desk for about a year, and a big part of my job was I had to deal with euthanasias a lot. Um, oh and it's not something I really like to talk about because it's something I've grown very insensitive or I've been very desensitized to mm-hmm. just because like it happened so frequently that eventually I was just like, I didn't feel like a lot of emotion towards it, which is like mm-hmm. kind of sick to say, but like my first couple that I had to do and granted I wasn't doing the procedure, oh, but I like, like I was just involved yeah. with like, I had to go in there. I had to fill out like paperwork about what they wanted done with the body I had to take payment and then um usually I saw the body being taken away or something like that um which is just like really sad and you know the people that you're with are very very emotional of course um so a lot of times those emotions would like transfer onto you but like as I continued with the process like I just didn't really feel it anymore and so when my dog did die I was really worried like am I gonna feel anything because yeah. I've been around like euthanasia for so long that I, I don't know if I'm gonna be all that upset about mm-hmm. it and I was really upset because I actually knew the dog right, <laughs> it's so emotional it was very emotional very emotionally attached um, quick little sad funny story um, <laughs> there was I was going in to do paperwork for this euthanasia and it was like a husband and wife with their dog and the husband was like oh can you take a, a picture with us with our dog and I was like yeah of course um, so the dog was on the floor and, and they got down on the floor next to the dog and I like held up the camera wait was this huh? was it still alive? oh yeah it was still oh, alive I was yeah. like oh my god <laughs> no it would be with a dead dog that, I, I don't know about that that's weird um, yeah but it, the dog was still alive and I was like holding up the picture and I was about to take it and like my instinct was to be like one two three cheese <laughs> and, but like they both looked so sad i really wanted to be like okay smile but like oh that like you can't say that because you know it's a depressing moment but at the same time like i wouldn't want to look back if i were them on that photo and be like wow i looked depressed but at the same time i wouldn't want to be smiling in that photo no. um it was just what they do weird they like grimaced and like looked really <laughs> sad um which i can't really oh expect gosh. any other emotion they would represent but that was what it was um but yeah i oh our exterminator passed away like a year ago um did you guys have gary and lori for exterminators camp oh, no. gary and lori camp they were with like triple a exterminators they did a lot of this neighborhood um, he passed away like a year ago in a motorcycle accident. He was one of the klutziest per- people we knew. And um, he was very accident prone. So it was kind of sad, but really sad. tiny bit funny that he went out that way. Um, if you want to hear something else ironic, this is really sad. So like, you know the lady that does the um, driver's test? George Washington? Yes. She passed away? In a car accident. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Are you okay? That is crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's like how that Fast and Furious guy died in a car accident. How yeah. ironic. It's so sad, though. I'm like, oh. Was it during a driver's test? Or was it when she oh, was driving? I don't know. I'm not sure. My siblings told me. And that could not even be true. I don't. This is, a, a, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But they told me yesterday. I was like, what? That is crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. She was probably only like in her 60s or 70s. Yeah, I know. Her hair wouldn't have said up. Her hair would say otherwise, but. Um, gosh. George, gosh. Another funny story. Uh, well, not funny. Um, one of my siblings, I won't say who, um, had to take the written test three times. Mm-hmm. And each time, the first time he or she took the test, George Washington was like, well, you failed and my sibling cried and then (laughs) sibling came back a second time and took the test did not pass and george was like you failed again and sibling cried and then the third time that my sibling took the test he or she passed and george was like look at that he finally passed and i was just like how cold on george washington's part 
But um, oh, that's she. I didn't have like any bad experiences with her because not to brag, passed both tests first try. I did too. All right, yeah, club. All right. Good driver. Yeah. <laughs> but as I like, oh, when I was taking my written test, mm-hmm. I was taking it, and some man escaped from the because like, <laughs> it was at the like the courthouse or whatever. So I'm no like, worry. dude escaped, and I was I was taking my test. I was like, hmm, like. What lane do I turn it? And there's this oh my escapee, gosh. and they like tackled him on the front lawn. That is my crazy. Mom, he passed, he ran by my mom. She should have tripped him. <laughs> Maybe she was in on it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is nuts. I know. Holy cow, that's a crazy like driver's test yes. story. Maybe I have experienced more in my life that I give myself credit for. <laughs> <laughs> I so I had taken a, I was taking my driver's test with her, and. <laughs> she came up to the window and she was like, I like your shirt. And I was like, thank you. And I was just like <laughs> taken aback because she came out of nowhere. But she was really nice to me. But she did say, she was like, you did a couple of things that you shouldn't have done, but you still passed. That's but, what I got to. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, I'm like 16 and like t- terrified out of my mind. Yeah, I was trying to pass this test with a stranger in the car. And we didn't have insur- our insurance cards in the car. She looked at she's like, these are expired. I was like, oh. Mom! <laughs> and like we had to sit there and wait. So we, I was just sitting there like terrified. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't parallel park. That's what a terrifying job to have though. Yes. To drive with people who have like such limited experience. Yes. Even though it's in a relatively safe area like LaGrange. Like, that four-way stop? Yeah. Thank goodness for An the escaped convicts, you know, just running yes. around everywhere. Yes. But her, she must have she must have known death was a possibility with her job just because it was so dangerous but that's true how ironic and sad that she died in a car accident that's crazy who's gonna fill her steps abraham lincoln oh my god oh my god um (laughs) uh but i should probably identify george washington has the nickname george washington because she has really white curly hair like george washington when i did a did you do a a course with like green light driving yes okay i did too and the lady i drove with she was like Oh, who did your test? And I was like, um, well, I don't know her name, but I have a nickname for her. And she was like, don't tell me. It's George Washington. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, it is. And she was like, I get that all the time. That's and I was so like, funny. That was, it was honestly really funny. But she was a good driving instructor. I have yet to have an accident with another car. I backed me into a mailbox too. and driven into our garage twice. Okay, but, I've driven, I ripped my bumper off in my driveway. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you serious? Yeah. What'd you do it on? Um... Wait, what car? Or no, like, Wait. um, like, how'd you Oh, like how did I do that? Yeah. Oh, you know the little wall next to, like, it's the scandals? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you'll have to check it out next time, but, like, I was, it was pouring rain, I got off from work, and my sister's friend was dropping her off, mm-hmm. and I decided that I was done. It was 10 o'clock at night and pouring, I was like, I'm sick yeah. of this. So I drove around the car, and it was fine parked. Uh-huh. And then my dad was like, oh, hey, can you, like, scoot over a little bit? I'm like, yeah, for sure, Dad. And I pushed reverse instead of forward. Anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I, but it actually, it's a 2003 Honda Accord. So the next morning, my dad and I took five minutes to fix. We went, we just took a hammer and, and it was on. Lucky. And you can't even tell. My sister drives the car now. Mm, well, now she gets to do something to it. Yeah. And then your brother can do something to it. Oh yeah. But, um. Okay, I think that that's a good tangent. That was a good driving tangent. Yes. That'll make it in the description Kids, of this pr- episode. Do your whole hours and don't be stupid. Did you do all of your hours for driving? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good for you. I, I did like maybe 20. Really? <laughs> At the most. Like you're supposed to do 60, like five during, five during the day. 50 during the day, 10 at night. Yeah. I think I did like one at night and like probably not even 20 during the day. I'm in the car with you. I'm in danger. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, my, no I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. My parents were good instructors, but they did oh, not yeah. take me driving that much, probably because they knew I wasn't that good at the time, and they didn't want to risk their lives too much, but I didn't. I had to fudge those, and my parents were like, you're lying, and I'm like, well, it's not my fault, um, but oh my whatever. Angsty 16. Angsty 16. Uh, so... Moving on to the next question. Further questions about death. How does death affect you? Um, like, how does it affect me, like, how I perceive it? Yeah, or, like, you know, like, being in a hospital, does it, like, weird you out? Or, like, funerals, like, have you been to them? Like, how does it make you feel? I've not like been that? to a funeral. Really? I've been to my grandpa's when I was younger, but okay. see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, when I was little when not I Not like a funeral you really comprehended. Yeah, like, okay. I was maybe two. 
So I was probably, like, pooping my pants and stuff. So, <laughs> so like, yeah. So, but the way I perceive it, yeah, I am a little weirded out by that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, like, not the fact that I'm necessarily, like, I'm a little afraid of it, but, like, just that I, like, don't understand it. So, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, this is really strange. Like, there's, like, something involving the afterlife here, like, with, like, yeah. heaven and, like, I don't understand that. And, like, then, like, the whole idea of, like, oh, did that, was that person, like, or were they a Christian? Like, did they go to heaven? That scares yeah. me a little bit. And then, but for my, me personally, like, the way I perceive death, like, sometimes, sometimes I, like, do you ever get this weird dark thoughts where, like, oh, my gosh, in 80 years, I'm not going to be here or less. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, well, shoot, what am I doing? <laughs> Man, I got to go do something. Yeah, Got to yeah. rip some more bumpers off. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So I'll get, like, kind of weird realizations. Then I'm, like, no, like, we have something so much greater and so much more exciting to look forward to. Like, why would I be sitting here, like, fearing this? So yeah. it's definitely, like, a... Like, the spiritual side versus, like, the human nature side, for sure. But, I don't know. How do you perceive death? Um, it kind of... Well, like, at a funeral, it it definitely makes me uncomfortable. Like, it affects me. But I've only been to, like, two funerals. Mm -hmm. One was of our exterminator. And that was really sad because his wife was there. And I don't think her kids were there at the time. But my... The wife was, like, bawling her Mm -hmm. eyes out. Um... And there were, like, all these photos of, like, the family together and, like, Gary and his kids and just of him. And I was, like, how sad. Like, he was so young. Um, He was in his 40s. And then we went to a funeral, like, probably a couple years before of my my mom goes to a group for uh, family members of uh, addicts. And so Mm. a couple who goes who went to that group their son who was an addict he had died Ooh. so we went to that funeral that was a sad funeral because um, the parents were just like um, really taken aback and it was an open casket mm. and that was weird I was not prepared for that so seeing the dead body there was really strange yeah. um, but it just really puts things into perspective of like what's important and what's not mm-hmm. and of course that is a very temporary feeling because it lasts for maybe a week and then you're like oh my gosh I'm gonna miss Big Brother tonight oh I can't gosh. believe that yeah. um, but I do think it's it's a chilling fact uh, not factor it's a chilling thing to happen but I think it's kind of a good reminder of just like you have to make the most of what you've got while you still got it mm-hmm. um cherish the people around you because you never know when you're going to see them again or when they're going to leave you um but i mean i guess the older i get the more i think about like you know eventually my parents are going to pass away and then Mm -hmm. i'll be like my siblings and i and we'll be like the blood of like the geislers um because the geisler name is like within just my brother and I now. That's how it is with Jack. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's oh the last person. Oh, he's like, the last guy. Me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. It's like pressure's on, but at yeah, the same like, time, I'm like, it's, well, it's it's a legacy. I'm gonna make the guy's name a legacy with this podcast. You have to pass on the uh, podcast, yeah. kids. <laughs> but um, I think it it can be a good reminder, but it's also just a sad thing that that person can no longer be with you physically. Um. Because, again, like, with my family, I'm like, you know, eventually, like, my parents are not going to be here anymore. And then who am I going to go to for advice? Or who am I going to go to if I need something? Like, they're my go-to people for support and provision. Yeah. Um, So it's definitely just, like, a sobering effect, um, I feel. I also feel like it's, like, whatever, which side of it are you? Are you perceiving it from, like, the leaving Earth side or going to Heaven side? Oh, that's interesting. Because if you're, like, leaving Earth, even if you're, like, if, like, in reference to the person dying like you're losing like worldly pleasures and you're losing yeah. the things that made you comfortable and stuff yeah but then like the coming into heaven part like that part's exciting so yeah. it's kind of like oh like you're losing family on earth or you're leaving like that behind but then like on the other side it's like so good so yeah. and like from the point of like people losing other people like that's really hard it's yeah. like even if like they're in a like a better place like yeah. you want them there with you still and like yeah so i suppose that's like it's what, like, which part of death you're looking at. Yeah. The loss or the gain. Yeah. But even still with death, like, in heaven, you're not going to see everybody because unless yeah. everyone that you knew believed in the same thing that you did, you might not ever see them again because they're going to be in a different 
part of the afterlife than you are, which is really sad, but, you know, people make their own decisions, and that's what comes with making your own decisions and free will. will. Um, So for some people, Earth is all we have with the relationships that they will... I did not phrase that well. For some people... The relationships they have on Earth will stay on Earth and will not progress to the afterlife, mm-hmm. which now that I say that is actually really sad. So let's move <laughs> on to the next question. But it's true. Um, how do you want to die? How do you want to go out? Uh, I've been asked this question many times. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. It's a common dinner table. Not dinner table. Oh my God. Family, but like with friends. Like, Are you from the Adams family? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to go in my sleep, I think. Okay. What about you? I don't know. Like... I definitely don't want, like, painful death. Um, I often, well, not often, but I have wondered, like, if I die when I'm, like, older and I don't have, like, a lot of family, like, I would want to control when I die. Like, I don't know how I feel about self-induced euthanasia, um, but I do think for some people who have, like, terminal illness and who... Are definitely going to die like they should be able to have the choice to do a medically induced euthanasia um, but I feel like I hope I never get to that point where it's like I really don't have any reason to be here anymore um, yeah. but I guess I would want to be able to have that control that might be one way I want to go out maybe in like some like really dramatic way like I'm at somewhere like some red carpet thing and then oh I God. just like trip and fall and i'm out and then i'm all that people talk about for a week um yeah your podcast yeah. like followers go up exponentially yeah. um i i guess i just want to go out in a way where people will think fondly of me yeah um and just be like he was a decent person and he yeah. did some things while he was here um but i don't know if i really have like a specific way maybe i think sleep is peaceful and nice but at the same time like never waking up again to me is just like weird or you wake up in heaven though True. that kind of be weird to be like bro be where am i but then you'd be like is this a dream like am i gonna wake up anytime soon because uh, technically you never woke up on yeah. earth but and that'd be kind of hard for people to like to find you yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know for sure i never want anyone else to kill me like i never want to be shot i never want to be like body slammed into a wall or something yeah that would not be pleasant yeah those are always gonna be painful yeah but i guess i just want to go out nice and peacefully or in a dramatic way where there's lots of people around and see it um okay (laughs) um why are people so afraid of death do you think i think it's because there's a lot of reasons i think it's different for different people because some people like aren't like spiritually strong so they're like in question or in doubt people yeah. like doubt god sometimes and his goodness and grace which is like human nature too but i think that's kind of why they doubt like oh is it like they're really gonna be there like what is this because so many people like society and like people around put doubt in your head about that yeah i think it's also the unknown for sure like i said earlier like they just mm-hmm. like that's what it is like oh for me i'm like oh like what is it gonna be like and like any unknown like for me personally it gets, makes me anxious i'm like oh like i don't like know how to prepare and yeah. stuff so yeah. kind of that I think I agree with a lot of that. I think a big part is also people worry about, like, what's going to happen to the people they care about when they're Mm -hmm. gone. Like, is everything going to be taken care of? Are they going to have enough? Like, am I leaving them enough that Mm -hmm. they will be able to do things on their own sufficiently, especially if it's, like, a parent um, leaving who passes and leaves a family? Mm -hmm. Um, You want to make sure, like, the kids and the remaining spouse, if there is a remaining spouse... Um, are able to function and carry on without you Um, but I think a big part which you elaborated on was just the unknown Mm -hmm. that a lot of people face Um, whether it be like how they're going to die or what they will face after they die I think that's just a lot of the reason why Mm -hmm. and because I think people get so comfortable in just their regular lives that they don't really want to change what's going to happen to them and they don't want to face any other world um so i think that plays a big part in why people are so afraid of death yeah i think so too so next question what do you think comes after death that's i mean that's part of like the little bit unknown like i don't know for sure Mm -hmm. like i definitely think like you like 
you see God and you like in like some form I guess like the final judgment I feel like that kind of like whatever that is like a lot I mean there's lots of different information on it but like think what like that happens yeah and like um I think you gotta just like I don't know I can imagine you just kind of like talking to God about life and stuff I think that'd be pretty chill (laughs) (laughs) like oh man like I don't know but that part is something I don't know I can't really say like this is what happens or this is even what I think happens because I it's such a like we know what the Bible gives us and stuff, but we other than that we don't know. Yeah. Like it's part of like believing in like it's it's part of faith. Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you think comes after? That? <laughs> I think well, I believe that there is a heaven and a hell. Yes, me too. <laughs> so I believe you go to one or the other. Personally, I believe I'm going to heaven. Um, and so yeah, woo woo, uh, party. Yeah. Um, but I'm really interested and intrigued by like what the transition process is like yeah when you die like if you were to die in your sleep like would you be dreaming and then you all of a sudden are just like in heaven like you just like your spirit goes there or like uh, honestly a lot of times I think of it like you get to heaven and there's like a long line and you're just like everyone's (laughs) like waiting just to get in and they're like oh you gotta like get past the bouncer (laughs) like to get into the club um get to the club Uh, but um but I do kind of think about like you said like God will have the final judgment and then you go and we talked about this in our bible study a couple weeks ago but just how like you have to go over everything you've done uh, in front of God, which to me is, like, really uncomfortable. Like, oh, my gosh. Uh, like, I like, suck. <laughs> I picked my nose all the time as a child. But, <laughs> yeah. but just, like, you know, having to go through and be like, oh, all these times where, like, I did not do what you yeah. called me to do or, like, I did not obey a commandment or that I just didn't live my life the way I should have um, is definitely kind of a awkward thing with the god of the universe like yeah, gonna have to like, talk to him about that but um, <laughs> but at the same time he's a very forgiving and he's a very gracious god yes um so i know he'll be like you made mistakes you messed up whatever you're here now come on in um, yeah and i also wonder like if i wonder like am i gonna be able to look down at heaven at all or look down from heaven to earth at all and just see like what things are there because we're supposed to be like completely satisfied with heaven there's we're not right. supposed to want but i just do wonder like will we be able to like see the people we yeah. loved on earth or will we be able to like i feel maybe like you die you kind of wake up maybe you're in line and then like there's like monitors across the wall and you could like watch your funeral happen your what? your funeral like see like your procession like just see how things went down and like see all the people whether they're celebrating or not and then like you hit up god the bouncer and you just hang with him for a bit and talk uh, and then you go in so i'm interested to see what comes afterwards and i'm also interested in just like are we going to be eating food? Are we going to no. be like hanging out with people we knew or people we don't know? Or like, how are we going to be able to reconnect with family or whatever? A lot of that definitely intrigues me. And me the animals too. Like Ooh, animals yeah. are supposed to be in heaven. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to be like, oh, I can't wait to see like all the pets that yes. I had. Um, and reconnect with them as well. Because I definitely think believe that they will be there too Chill but out. not My birds goldfish, that was 11 that died. oh really how yeah. long did it last for 11 years an 11 year old goldfish yes. what was its name april. april we made a little coffin for it and stuff oh, and buried it that's good no toilet funeral for a fish that lives 11 years that gets a proper oh. funeral yeah we got it when jack was in preschool and jack was in his freshman year of high school and it died Oh my gosh, that is so long. And it's for the a same fish. age as most of the kids in our neighborhood. <laughs> but, oh wow. Yeah, and like then also scene. with death, I don't know, cause like we don't know what perfect is, yeah. and that's the like I don't know, like, cause if it's perfect, like we ever get hungry, like you said, yeah. like I don't know, like do you need to sleep, cause like. I have no idea. Sleep or being tired is not a perfect condition, no, so it's not. <laughs> yeah, and also a thing that trips my mind if I think about it, so I try not to think about it. You're gonna say the concept of eternity. Yeah, I know. Oh I gosh. it gives me a headache because when you go to heaven, you are there for the rest of your life, and that's all that there will ever be. 
Like, what? Because you can imagine it for Like, a while, it just goes but... on for forever and ever and ever and ever, oh. and there will be no end to that. And our brains aren't supposed to be able to understand that concept because eternity is not a simple thing to understand. But I think my mom mentioned one time that, like, maybe she had read something that, like, God will create, like, a second world after what? we're in heaven. Like, after, a, like, the apocalypse happens and everyone goes to one place or the other that he will make like another world that will be perfect because it will have everyone in heaven oh i don't know how legitimate that is i don't know how real it is i don't know mom's sources on that but i think that would be an interesting concept because that would definitely change the idea of what eternity will be like Mm -hmm. because a lot of people say like oh eternity and heaven will just be us like praising god and having fellowship with one Mm -hmm. another which for me is like can I really do that for eternity? Like, but at the same time, like, definitely don't want to be burning in hell for eternity. Yeah. So oh I can definitely praise and have fellowship for eternity. Oh my God. Um, but you know, oh it's gosh. just a crazy thing to think about. Uh, yeah, uh, it really is. Do you ever think about the concept of eternity? All the time. I'm yeah. like, oh my goodness. Like, cause you think about like, okay, like, I can imagine like, like a hundred, like, cause we can like, like time is different there, but yeah, yeah. I think about it a lot. Cause I'm like, what does that look like? Like eternity, like, you think it lasting for a long time, but then like it, your brain starts like, to hurt once you think keep so. Keep going, it's just yeah. still going. And it's like, and no, and oh, I don't like to think. It's I know like, now I'm getting that because I'm oh, just like. Oh, now I'm questioning. <laughs> Man, it's one of those like self awareness as a small human moment. To, like, yeah, it's like oh wow, like I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but last question: Should we fear or embrace death? We should embrace it as long as it's like, like if you like are like a christian and stuff like you should embrace it like i can understand where people who don't like have faith like don't like do fear it because like it's the end of like the pleasures of the world but yeah i think that like like death should be like celebrated and embraced not in like a morbid way but in genuinely like a, oh my gosh like they're about to experience mm-hmm. something perfect and they get to hang out with god for eternity yeah. like that's made to be embraced i think so. yeah that's really good i don't I guess it depends on your standpoint in life, like how old you are, how much you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, I definitely feel like if you're older, then you should be embracing death and you shouldn't be fearing it because mm-hmm. you've lived a long, full life and you've done a lot. Maybe you've had family, maybe you've had a promising career, maybe you've been able to embr- uh, create a lot of positive change or whatever. I definitely think in that aspect you should embrace death if you're really young i think it's normal to fear death Mm -hmm. because you've only done so much and you feel like there's so much more to do kind of going back to the first question personally i guess i still kind of fear death just because i I know i'm not ready and there's a lot that i still want to do but i think once i i'm like at the cusp and if i happen to know when i'm about to die then i will be i won't fear it i think i'll embrace and i'll just be like i know the next step of my journey and it is to start a new journey um Mm -hmm. so personally um i see both sides i don't think you should really look forward to dying because there's still so much you can do Mm -hmm. here on earth and i think something my mom has said before is she's like well as a christian you should look forward to death because you know where you're going and you know you're Mm -hmm. gonna have eternity but i'm like well at the same time you shouldn't because we're called to do so much and we're called to help people and help yes. them also on their journey to heaven. So we shouldn't really embrace it when we still have time to do things and we still have time to make change and we still have time to be a part of other people's lives and have a lasting impact. Yeah, um, so I do see both sides um, and I understand both sides. Um, those are all of the questions we have, bro. Is there anything right. we didn't cover that you want to mention? I think we hit it all. All right, awesome. I think, what about you? Uh, no, I think um, rest in peace, um, George Washington. I think her yes. name was Renee. So rest in peace, Renee. Yes. Um, that is actually really sad. So no, condolences really to her family. Yes. Um, but, yeah, also ironic. Uh, but that is also... Thank you for listening to the discussion. Stay tuned for the ads. Thank you to people who play Christmas music in the summer. Why else would there be Christmas in July? This episode is brought to you in part by Drunk Ghosts. They know a thing or two about spirits. 
Alright, we are back with our game. Uh, we've got a new game today, and I'm really oh, eager to see how it goes, because I really I really don't know if it's going to work out well or not. Okay. We're going to play Curse of the Alphabet. Oh no, I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> the way this game will work is we will both choose... Um, we will both choose one letter, and then one of us will choose a third letter, and those three letters are the only letters we can use for words in a conversation. So, like, if we pick C, P, and H, we can only use words that start with C, P, and H in a conversation. What? Oh, this is crazy. And so we will go back and forth. We'll take turns of, like, I'll say something, then you say something. And if you can't think of anything to say in five seconds, you lose. First person to win through, uh, we'll do... That's two out of three. Okay, okay. that's two good. out of three. Um, so, are you ready to play Curse of I'm the ready. Alphabet? Can we, okay. and we both share? Like we can both. Oh yeah, use all we three both use the letters. So okay. Get, okay. Hope I don't get X. <laughs> <laughs> there is every letter of the alphabet in here. Oh, I got an O. Oh. Okay, that's good. <laughs> D. Oh, D. D. All right. Yeah, D. Okay, it's the the line is on the bottom. Okay. Right? Yes. Okay. Cool. All yeah, right. D. I will choose the third. M. So D. O-M. Or, if you listen to Nelly Tiger Travis, M-O-D. <laughs> oh my um, real people get the reference. So, we've got M-O-D. And every word has to be... <laughs> every word we say has to be either M, O, or D. Oh, and if you use a word that doesn't start with M-O-D, that ends the round automatically. So, are you ready to play? Yes. Okay, I'll start us off. Okay. Um... When, wait, when do I start? After you are done? Uh, after I'm done. Okay, so, cool. three, two, one. My, oh my, dang. <laughs> <laughs> my ostrich died. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> De <laughs> Desperation. <laughs> my oyster died. <laughs> Dad. Darn, Daddy <laughs> missed Ostrich's death. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Dang. <laughs> uh, um, do owls mate? Oh dang! <laughs> okay, you can't keep saying "oh dang." That they doesn't make, count. They lose. <laughs> no, I don't lose. I'm making an interjection of the rules. You never. That was not part of the rules. Okay, well, that was a practice <laughs> round. You can't copy what the other person says. Okay. All right. So that was a good practice round. So we're gonna shuffle okay. up the letters. Cause I was like, hmm, I'll just keep saying it. <laughs> oh dang. This is harder than I thought it was. This okay. Is difficult. Difficult. All right. S. Okay, that's a good letter. I can vibe with that. F? Alright, and then you choose the third one. Okay. This time. Please don't be X. Why? Okay. SFY, or for people who watch TV, sci fi, if we had two Y's. Um, otherwise, it's just SIF. Um, Alright, are you ready? Yes. Alright. So. Yesterday, father shot your father. <laughs> <laughs> you silly ferret. <laughs> Farts. <laughs> so you farted. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Freedom sounds yikes. Fascinating subject you found <laughs> following your sister frederick saw yodelers yes uh yes she saw frederick she she's she's satisfied <laughs> yes uh <laughs> satisfied yeah <laughs> Insane, right? <laughs> oh, no. oh, you said right. Okay. Oh! Ow, round's over. All right. That point's for me. Yes. All right. Good job. That was good. Oh, that was so good. Those okay. were better letters. Okay. Those were better letters. Okay. Better letters. I really want us to get a hard one, like, X, cute, so y, I can talk about Quebec. Uh, okay. No, well. XY would be good. X, I can only be like, xylophone. <laughs> xylophone, x-ray, and X. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got oh. off. <laughs> C. C. 
see. Oh, no, you just get eight. Oh, you. That's hard. Okay. X. Oh, oh. dang. You got to pick a good letter. I Otherwise, better get, like... be really hard. Q. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to make an executive decision. We can get rid of one of these letters. Okay. Which one? Uh. I say X. X. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That was awful. Oh, my gosh. F. Oh, okay. oh, don't spell those letters together a certain way, otherwise you might get a bad combo. Oh, I was like, I was like what? Um, UFQ. Instead of UFOs, we got UFQ. Alright, so you're going to start the conversation this time. Okay. Are you ready? Alright. Three, yes. two, one, go. Quails found UFOs. Quandaries found <laughs> Uranus. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Queens undermine France. Friends understand Quebec. Questions? Underneath Quebec, friends find queens. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. No, I can't do this. All right, this one goes to you. I, okay. My brain is not functioning with these letters. This is hard. This is so These hard. are hard letters. Okay. One point for you. So this is our tiebreaker. Oh. This one's got to count. Oh, God. Put these back. Is this a big brother game? No, this is a <laughs> Jordan Geiser original. Really? You made this up? Yes. That's pretty impressive. All right. W. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh. Okay. And then to make it last a little longer, we'll both choose another letter. So oh. we'll have four letters. What? What? Okay. <laughs> so TikTok. <laughs> All right. So, so those are four letters. Okay. All right. All right. I'll start. Okay. Killer weather tonight. What? Today. <laughs> oh, the wind kills the old. Wow. Thanks, Care. <laughs> <laughs> KKK was the old weird time. Okay. <laughs> wow. What? What? <laughs> Why? Wontons <laughs> overtook Kansas. <laughs> the world opens the watches of time. Kroger? <laughs> Kroger takes the win. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Octopi were the opening words tonight. Outside Octopi, where to Kansas? Octopi will overcome Krill. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, you said no. All right. Oh, you All won. Right. I was like, oh, no. Want to play one last round? Yes. We'll say this is for three points, even though I technically won. Ooh. But that was a good one. That, <laughs> that was, was a good. good one. This is more fun than I thought it was going to be. So okay. All right. I've got... Oh, X. X again. That's what you get. Oh, I got two letters. P and Z. Oh, we got to uh, do it. I'm going to take a... Or, um, yeah, you can get my one. own rules taking a fourth. Uh, w. <gasps> Dang it. X W Z P. Okay. All right. No vowels. Sorry. Okay. All right. Um, you start us off this time. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Xanax was zippy. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Wubsy. <laughs> PBS. <laughs> Play xylophone. <laughs> X-rays. Zoinkers. <laughs> Play Serotny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Waterloo performed with Zed. Powerful. <laughs> uh, powerful with zippity-doo-dah. Please water Zen plants. Without water? <laughs> well... <laughs> Please wear zippers. Zippers without water? <laughs> Why? Please! <laughs> uh, play 
Xylophone. Ah! <laughs> um. Oh, dang it. I said, um. Okay. I was on the chair. Oh, I can't believe that. I lost in my own game. This sucks. Um, well, that was so pretty good. That was fun. Thank you very much for being on the show, for playing this ridiculous, but also fun and going to be returning game. Well, thank um, you for having me. Absolutely. Very good time. I will give you a five-second PSA about anything you want to say. <gasps> oh, man. I definitely wish I was prepared for this. Uh... Anyone you want to mention? Any shows you watch that you want to give a shout out to? People you love? On a Christian podcast? I should not be advertising. You can say anything you want. I should not be advertising Bachelor in Paradise, but here we are. Oh, and good luck to my little siblings on their first day of school. All right. Don't get caught at anything with OCHS. That is a dark place now. There's my Uh, PSA. Yes. Okay. Stay. No sexual harassment at Oldham County High School. Yes. And don't fear death Yes, don't fear death. Have a healthy um, fear of death, though. Have a healthy fear of death. Uh, so, closing announcements. Uh, new episodes come out every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a new episode. If you have suggestions for topics or games that you would like to submit, please send them to guidelines at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at savage underscore sasquatch78. And you can follow Brooke at... Brooke Zerotny. It's B-R-O-O-K-E-Z-A-R-O-T-N-Y. Alrighty. Um, Where is your Instagram from? Where did you get that name? Oh, I just made that up. That's so funny. Oh, thank you. I was like, who is this? Very much appreciated. (laughs) Um, Are there other announcements? I really need to write these down at some point. It's so unprofessional, but I guess it's who I am. Big Brother's... It's a podcast. I can make whatever I want. Uh, Big Brother on tonight at uh, Wednesday, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock, but no one's going to be watching it because it won't be on by the time this comes out. Well, I think I covered everything. Worst case, I forgot it. Uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you, Brooke, for being oh, here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, stay good, everybody.